Eagles opening day, always an air of excitement packed with hopeful anticipation, but never, never in my previous 39 openers as your guy in the broadcast booth have I had less of an idea of what to expect. And it is caught! Great behind the shoulder catch by Zach Ertz. The first completion of Carson Wentz's NFL career. Wentz takes the snap. He steps up, firing for the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! A 19-yard strike. What a start! They took a one-wise gamble as they snapped it directly to Duke Johnson, and he was tackled in the backfield. Second down. It is a running play for minus yards. Fires over the middle. It is juggled and intercepted by the Eagles out of deflection. Picking it up off the hands is Bradley McLeod. And the snap is over his head into the end zone. That will be a safety. He is looping it down the right side. He's got Aguilar. He's got a touchdown. Wins to Aguilar. He steps up. They've got him. They've got him. They flattened him back at the 24. Back goes RG3. He's hit. And down he goes. The sack by Connor Parwin. This is another sack. And give this one to Brandon Graham. Ryan Matthews in the air. Touchdown. Ryan Matthews into the end zone. Eagles win decisively on a wonderful debut for Doug Peterson as head coach and Carson Wentz as the quarterback. Welcome everyone to Eagles 360, Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, along with the Hall of Famer Brian Westbrook in the house, and we've got a lot to talk about the Eagles start the season the right way with a 29-10 win over the Cleveland Browns, and we know that the city and the world of Eagles fans all caught up in a certain number 11, right? Yes, I mean, absolutely. And, and so are you, and so are you, yes. and so am I. That's right. What do you think of the kid? I think he has a great arm, he has great potential. Uh, he's still continuing to learn, but I think some of the things that we saw yesterday surprised a lot of people, surprised me, just because of the limited reps. But I think at the same time, he has a long way to go, but he's getting to that place very quickly. Okay, so if you were a teammate of Carson Wentz before the game, after the game, do you have a different feeling about him, a different level of confidence in him? Well, anytime that you go into the first game of the season, you're, you're wondering how are things going to happen? Which way are you going to go? And after the game, after you see Carson step into the huddle, have a nice command of the offense, you step into the huddle and make nice throws, NFL caliber throws, now you understand he belongs in this league. He belongs as the head of this offense. And as things continue to develop, I think he'll lead this team. And we've got a lot to talk about here in addition to the performance from Carson Wentz and the offense. And we'll get to that a little later in the show. But right now, Doug Peterson, he had his press conference today, and he updated things. Now, the Eagles, as you know, as it works in the NFL, the coaches turn their attention squarely on the next opponent, and that's next Monday night's team, the Chicago Bears. So let's get our 360 update from Alex Smith. It's about Doug Peterson meeting the media the day after the Eagles open the season the right way. Hi, Eagles fans. I'm Alex Smith, and this is your 360 update. It is the first victory Monday of the season for the Philadelphia Eagles. 
as they are coming off of Sunday's 29 to 10 victory over the Cleveland Browns at Lincoln Financial Field. Today we had a chance to hear from head coach Doug Peterson, who had the opportunity to watch and break down the film with his assistant coaches earlier this morning. And Peterson gave an injury update, saying that both tight end Zach Ertz and cornerback Leotis McKelvin were injured during Sunday's game and they will be monitored on a week-to-week -week basis. A couple injuries from yesterday's game. Um, first one is Leotis McKelvin. He's got a left hamstring strain. That's going to be week to week with him. Uh, so we'll monitor that. And then Zach Ertz has a, uh, it's, it's on his left shoulder. It's a first rib displacement. Um, and he's also week to week. So those two are in that situation. Everybody else, Trey Burton, Vinny, Ryan Matthews, Isaac, uh, Bryce Treggs, uh, Fletcher, Jordan, those guys uh, are all, all good and, and uh, practice this week. And what 360 update would be complete today without some reaction to Carson Wentz's stellar debut, passing for 278 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. Today, Coach Peterson was asked which one of Carson Wentz's plays was his favorite, and he said that while there are many to choose, there are a few that stand out. Obviously, that first touchdown pass well, was tremendous, you know, uh, making, that, making that throw. Um, it was great to see him throw the ball down the field a couple times to, to Jordan and also to uh, to Nelson. You know, that, that play really, really sparked us there. But uh, two throws that kind of stick out, one to uh, um, Jordan Matthews. It was a quick slant pattern to his left. Um, just made a tight window throw. And then, of course, the fourth and four play to Zach was, was a big-time uh, uh, big throw uh, with, with them, you know, rushing six guys with five to block. So it was, a, it, was a, it was a big time throw. Wentz's debut took home most of the headlines from Sunday. But of course, it was also the debut for Doug Peterson as a head coach in the NFL after years as an assistant. And for Coach Peterson, he talked about how he was just trying to take in everything in his first game at the Reigns. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was great. It was great. I, uh, you know, standing there holding the flag and just kind of looking around the stadium and, and just kind of soaking everything in was was a, was a great feeling for me, you know, to stand here and, and see the people. What a great crowd we had, and and um, you know, it was I, I was calm, you know. I, yeah, I had the internal butterflies like like probably every coach and player in the National Football League has on any game, but you know, it was it was calm. I, I was excited. I, I, I was ready to to watch our guys perform. If you missed any of Coach Peterson's press conference from earlier today, you can catch it in its entirety on demand right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com and the official Eagles mobile app. With your 360 update, I'm Alex Smith. Thank you so much, Alex. A little later in the show here, we'll talk about some of our breakthrough performers not named Carson Wentz. We'll dig a little bit deeper underneath the surface of this victory for the Eagles. But next up, it is about Carson. It is about the offense. We've got a lot to get to on Eagles 360, so stick with us. We've got to talk a little offense with the Hall of Famer next year on Eagles 360. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. I step to Philly. I step to Philly. The bus. The trolley. The train. Jefferson Station. Airport line. 69th Street. Broad Street. To the game. Paoli. Sharon Hill. Chestnut Hill. Regional Rail. I step to Philly. The Broad Street line on game days. A la bodega. To the movies. 
to my parkway. Spring Garden. Late night. West Philly. South Philly. North Philly! Remarkable things are happening at your local Acme. We're making changes and we're getting better every day. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher. Like fresher meat and seafood, and fresher produce and hundreds of organics. To top it off, we're lowering thousands of prices throughout the store. So come on in and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Lower prices, great quality, and friendlier service. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. Welcome back, everyone. Dave Spadaro, Eagles Insider, along with Brian Westbrook. Eagles 29, Cleveland 10. And in this segment, we're going to talk about the offense beginning with Carson Wentz. First drive, Brian, 4 of 5, 57 yards, 19-yard touchdown pass to Jordan Matthews. Your thoughts on what you saw from Wentz? Well, coming into the game, you're saying you have a rookie quarterback going against a veteran defensive coordinator that last year against Jameis Winston had guys coming from all different directions, and he really thoroughly confused Jameis Winston. And so you're thinking that same type of thing he's going to throw at Carson Wentz. But the truth is, is that Carson Wentz stepped into the huddle, stepped to the line of scrimmage, understood where the defense was coming from uh, with the blitz and things like that, and delivered the ball with poise. And as the game continued to go on, that first series, it started with confidence, and it ended with confidence. That's what you want to see from your starting quarterback. You know, what surprised me was not that he was calm, cool, and collected. I think what surprised me the most, Brian, is that he didn't really seem to have to adjust to the tempo of the yeah. game. There weren't passes way behind receivers or sailing or late decisions. He seemed like he caught up to the tempo right away. One of the things that you always wondered about, about as far as a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach is how are they going to mesh and gel together as, uh, as, as a unit, collective unit, those two uh, at the beginning of football games. And I think Doug did a great job of making sure that Carson had nice, easy confidence building throws so that he, they can move the ball down the field, but also something easy. He's not taking seven-step drops, getting hit by guys. Guys rushing off the edge. Doug said three-step drops, get the ball out of his hands, make easy decisions for yourself, and I think Carson did a great job delivering. And we saw Carson at the line of scrimmage setting the protection, changing the protection, mm -hmm. changing the plays. What does that tell you? It tells me that, he, first of all, he's a good film study. He he's knows what the defense is doing, and that comes only from film study. Doug did a great job of teaching them, uh, listen, if this guy's coming down here, we want to run the ball to the other side. If he comes down on the left, we want to run the ball to the right. That means that you're learning. You understand what you're looking for. Your coach is telling you what you're looking for, and you're actually doing it on the field. So many times as a player, you hear it in the classroom, you do it well in practice, but then in the game time, you forget everything. For Carson Wentz, it, everything slowed down. He did a great job yesterday. Now, it was obviously more than Carson Wentz, the other 10 players, had to do their jobs for this offense to work. So let's talk about some of those units. Offensive line, Brian. Sometimes during the game where it was a little slow offensively, the running game not there. But then you look up, and the Eagles had more than 400 total yards of offense, 133 on the ground. 5.7 yards per carry. Your thoughts on the offensive line? Well, I think the offensive line, at the beginning, you're right, they did start a little bit slow. As the game went on, they did a much better job of setting their pads, blowing guys off of the ball, and allowing Ryan Matthews to find some space in the run game. But again, it's the first game of the season, first time with a rookie quarterback. I think the offensive line did start slow, but I think they progress as the game goes on, and that's the most important thing. 
you have to continue to get better as the game goes on. And I think as, as the season goes on, they'll continue to get better. And a group that has been maligned for the last year plus the wide receivers yeah. came to play on Sunday. Jordan Matthews targeted 14 times. He had seven catches, 100-plus yards, a touchdown. Nelson Aguilar, 457, and a touchdown, 35 yards. And then the tight ends also contributing. Uh, Brian, I mean, that's a great confidence-building game for a group that I think really needed it. Well, we hadn't seen Jordan Matthews play inside or outside in this offense all offseason and, and even in the preseason. We didn't see very much from Nelson Aguilar as the in the preseason goes. And so we're, there was a lot of questions there. Did they have enough time? Did they have enough reps with uh, Carson Wentz? But what we saw yesterday, even against Pro Bowl caliber cornerbacks and Joe Hayden, was these guys, they can get open. They can make the, 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 the plays and catch the football. The other thing we saw was that Carson Wentz is willing to air the ball out deep to these guys. And I think that's very important as far as setting defenses up and making them respect your deep ball. And then finally, Brian, I thought I would see kind of Andy Reid offense 2.0. Yeah. Because this is, of course, what we've all thought. Doug Peterson's offense would be very similar to Andy's. I don't think I feel that way, though. I felt like there was a lot of motion. I felt like the Eagles m mixed up their formations a lot more, mm -hmm. a lot of trips. Um, I didn't feel like it was the same old offense. Well, just a couple years ago, Andy Reid's Kansas City Chiefs offense, they didn't throw a touchdown to a wide receiver. Yesterday, we saw Carson Wentz take shots down the field, getting his wide receivers involved, and that comes strictly from Doug Peterson. He did a great job of mixing things up, and as the game went on, I mean, at the beginning, he started slow with Carson Wentz, kind of uh, baby-fed him, spoon-fed just as slowly at times, and then as the game went on, he opened the offense up. He saw that, he saw that Carson was handling things greatly, and he continued to give him more and more and more. Carson did a great job of handling it. The team around him did a great job of supporting him. We didn't talk about the running backs. We will a little bit later. The Eagles got a bunch of yards on the ground. Ryan Matthews ran hard. Kenyon Barner explosive. The Eagles with a time of possession of more than 39 minutes. That is just great to see because it's back to football here right. in Philadelphia. We're going to talk about our breakthrough performances in a bit. But first, when we return to Eagles 360, we're going to talk about the defense and the special teams. Don't forget about the contributions that they made in this total team victory. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by Acme. Shop the Eagles item of the week all season long, and you can enter for a chance to win one of several prizes, including Eagles tickets, Acme shopping sprees, or a chance for your child to be the kickoff kid at an Eagles game. Introducing Dunkin's new cold brew coffee. Steeped slowly in cold water for small batches with an ultra smooth, full bodied flavor. Discover the craft of cold brew today and keep on. America runs on Dunkin'. I'm Bo Allen from the Philadelphia Eagles, and this is the Allen from Bob's Discount Furniture. We named it after Bo. Thanks, Bob. You're the man. It packs some serious power. Power recline, power headrest, and USB ports. Get the sofa or console loveseat in dark chocolate or light brown, an untouchable value at only $7.99 each. I don't know how you do it, Bob, but man, do I respect it. 
You know how players show respect after big games? Nope. We swap jerseys. Golden outside or fluffy inside? Deep pockets or delicious ridges? Tasty egg or savory bacon? Experience Dunkin's new Belgian waffle breakfast sandwich. It's not this or that. It's all of it. America runs on Dunkin'. It's Eagles 360, Dave Spadaro, Brian Westbrook, and we are coming your way this week, Monday through Friday, in preparation for Monday night game against the Chicago Bears. And I think, Brian, this game on Monday night will be a much more difficult test for the Eagles defense, as expected, not really challenged by a fairly anemic Cleveland Browns offense. Yeah, yesterday you saw RG3, who hasn't started in, in a couple years in Washington. And then you have receivers that, you know, Terrell Pryor has been a quarterback for a long time. He hadn't been a receiver for that very, very, very long. We saw Gary Barnes, who was a pro bowler, drop a couple balls. But we did see our defense, who we really counted on that front seven to get some pressure early. And I think they struggled just a little bit early to get pressure on RG3 because he was doing a fantastic job of getting the ball out of his hands. But as the game went on, we started seeing some more pressure from Vinnie Curry. We saw we started seeing Fletcher Cox show up a little bit. Carnal Barwin got involved, and Brandon Graham continued to really surprise me because he plays the run very well, but he also is able to add pressure to the quarterback, and that's what you need from the end position. I agree with you about Graham. I think he's one of the most improved players on this team these last couple of seasons. He plays with a tenacity that I really didn't see those first couple of years. He's very comfortable with his hand in the dirt. And you know, actually, making the transition to stand-up linebacker impressed the heck out of me. That's that's not easy to do. And now he's back in a more comfortable spot where he can use his speed to get up the field. We know about the front four. How about the linebackers, Brian? How do you feel? I know you mentioned Braden, who I thought played well. Kendricks and Hicks. Didn't hear much about them, but maybe that's because Cleveland wasn't on the field that well, long. Well, yeah, the most important thing is that you didn't hear them say, you know what, Kendricks is out of the place. Hicks is not in his right place. Those guys played a solid game. And any time that you slow a team's running game down, especially in this type of defense, I think the linebackers played well. The other thing that I love to see about this defense is a safety play. I love watching McLeod and Jenkins play in combination together. Those guys do a very good job of making sure that everyone's lined up, making sure this defense is actually sound. And something to watch moving forward here at the cornerback position. Leonis McKelvin goes out of the game on Sunday with a hamstring injury, replaced by Jalen Mills. And next week, it's Alshon Jeffrey, it's Eddie Royal, it's Kevin White. It's a very good group of receivers in Chicago. And a so, much better quarterback. Yeah. And much better quarterback yeah. in Jay Cutler. And how about the special teams on Sunday? Uh, well, let's see. Donnie Jones averages 49.2 yards per punt. Uh, Caleb Sturgis missed the field goal, but was two of three. Great coverage on the punts. Eagles, interestingly enough, Brian, preferring to kick off through the end zone. I kind of thought they'd dump it down to the goal line, but why give Cleveland a chance? Yeah, never, never give your team a chance, especially if you don't have to. You saw an offense that was not able to move the ball very well. The other thing that, that you talk about Donnie Jones, you talk about helping a young quarterback. You say the run game, you say the offensive line, receivers need to catch the football, but you also need a strong special teams uh, core. And Donnie Jones provided that all game long. He changed the field position. He made the Cleveland Browns go 80 yards every single time. That's what you need from uh, your punter continues to be a Pro Bowl type of player, I think that'll help this team. When we return, Brian and I are going to talk about some of the breakthrough performances from Sunday's win, and we'll take a look ahead at next week's game against the Bears. Who comes through out of the blue for the Eagles? Who's the breakout performers on the Monday night game against Chicago Bears? Prime time. We're coming right back.
With Simply Right checking from Santander Bank, just make one deposit, withdrawal, transfer, or payment each month to waive the monthly fee. And there's no minimum balance. You're all right with Simply Right checking from Santander Bank. You say crazy, I say crafty. You say savage, I say practiced. Crazy, crafted, savage, practiced. Let's run that whole thing back. You say unbelievable, I say achievable. You say incredible, I say inevitable. Unbelievable, achievable, incredible, inevitable. Let's run that whole thing back. Carbs to compete, electrolytes to replenish. You here to buy the tickets? Hey, buddy, you here for the tickets? Yeah. Dude, what's the password, man? <laughs> oh, Coach Shannon. What were you thinking? We're doing like a CD ticket deal instead of going to NFL Ticket Exchange. <laughs> NFL Ticket Exchange. 100% verified authentic tickets from one fan to the other. We'll see you at the games, all right? Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate you. This is Eagles 360. I'm Dave Spadaro, Eagles Insider, along with Brian Westbrook, the Hall of Famer. And we know the Eagles won on Sunday. It was a great game against the Cleveland Browns. We know Carson Wentz was outstanding. It's been the talk of the town, of course. How about some of the under-the-surface standouts from the football game? Brian, your breakthrough performer from Sunday's win. I'm going to go defensively with Rodney McLeod. I think he sets the tone defensively because he's a physical safety. He's a guy that can step up in the box and make plays in the run game as well as the pass game. The other thing is that, you know, you see so many times you see the defenders have an opportunity to catch the football and make interceptions and they drop it. Yesterday he did a great job of catching that tip ball, and that's what you really want in a safety. A guy that can get lined up in the right place, he can tackle and force a hit, but he also can catch the ball if he needs to and make the interception. And the Eagles did that in their own territory, stopping a Cleveland drive, turning it right around the momentum of the game. My breakthrough performer, Kenyon Barner. Now, Kenyon Barner had four carries, 42 yards, and it wasn't like he was a star, but he showed explosiveness, he showed decisiveness, he showed that he can be reliable in the regular season. And as the Eagles rely more and more on the run game, which they will have to do as the opponents become more difficult, a player like Kenyon Barner really serves a valuable role. So it was great to see Barner follow up on his terrific preseason with a really encouraging game in the regular season. I love to see this young kid. You're talking about a guy that has the ability to get outside with speed. He can run inside of the tackles. He can catch the ball out of the backfield, and he can be a returner as well. That's what you want out of a guy that's not going to be your starter. He needs to be able to do multiple things. He did a great job of that all preseason long and yesterday as well. Okay, so on Monday night, the Eagles go to Chicago to play the 0-1 Bears, who lost to Houston on Sunday. And we're going to look into the future just a little bit here. Brian's going to give us his breakthrough performer of next week, as will I. You're up first. I'm thinking about Ryan Matthews. You're talking about supporting your young quarterback. You still need to have that running game. And what we saw from this past week is that Ryan Matthews still is going to run hard. He's still going to hit the holes, but he's patient as a runner. He's not speeding to the hole, but he's speeding through the hole. And that's what you want to see out of your running back. And then when you get to that second level, I want to see a guy punish someone. Ryan Matthews does a great job of making the defense respect him and punishing them every time they want to contact him. Yeah, he was good. If you could just keep him healthy. That's right. He's got it all, doesn't he? All right, my, my breakthrough performer is going to be a little bit farther down the roster here. It's going to be on the defensive side of the ball. The Eagles may or may not have Leotis McKelvin on Sunday, but they will have Jalen Mills, the seventh-round draft pick from LSU. 
He played 12 snaps on defense on Sunday. Looked good, not overwhelmed by the moment. Looked fast, looked confident. And I think he has a chance to play a lot on Monday night. And I'd like to see him line up against Alshon Jeffrey. I'd like to see just how good Jalen Mills can be. The Eagles high on him. He's one of those talents that came through the draft and was there in the seventh round. He's a much better player than a seventh round pick. And I think he's got a chance, Brian, to be a really good player. He's going to have a, a lot of opportunities. It's going to be a hard test for him. Jake Cutler has a strong arm. Ars Alshon Jeffries is one of the better receivers in the league. This is going to be a hard test. That front seven is going to go a long way to his success. Yeah, no doubt. Well, we'll talk about the Bears all week long. We've got one more segment to go here on Eagles 360 as we wrap things up after the win over the Cleveland Browns. We are coming right back. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by Apple Vacations. Join Philadelphia Eagles players and alumni on Apple Vacations Beach Blitz in Mexico in 2017. Log on to applevacations.com slash beachblitz for more details. Simply write checking from Santander Bank. Just make one deposit, payment, withdrawal, or transfer each month to waive the monthly fee. And there's no minimum balance. You're all right. With Simply write checking from Santander Bank. I sup to Philly. I sup to Philly. The bus. The trolley. The train. Jefferson Station. Airport line. 69th Street. Broad Street. To the game. Paoli. Sharon Hill. Chestnut Hill. Regional Rail. I sub to Philly, the Broad Street Line on game days. A la bodega. To the movies. To my parkway. Spring Garden. Late night. West Philly. South Philly. North Philly! Love me tender. No one's ever fallen 50% in love. Or cared for somebody with only part of their heart. Love means you're all in, but not all alone. Lincoln Financial helps you provide for and protect your financial future because this is what you do for people you love. Talk to an advisor. Lincoln Financial, you're in charge. One final segment here on Eagles 360, Dave and Brian. As we look ahead to the Chicago Bears, a tough game in primetime in Chicago. Brian, what changes when the lights go brighter and you're the only game in town? Well, going into the first game, you have the nerves. There's not a lot of expectations because you just don't know what you're going to get from a rookie quarterback and a rookie coach. At this point, now you have to understand how do you handle success? How do you go from having a great game that first week as a Carson Wentz did and Doug Peterson and this football team, and now you're going into the second week on the road in prime time? How do you handle that type of success? And then it starts at practice. How does this practice go this week? Are these guys fired up for next week? All these guys building. You have to Every single week in the NFL, you have to build little by little by little until you get to the end and hopefully by the end of the season you're into the playoff form. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, it's a great test for a young team that 
I mean, let's be honest here. I'm not sure a lot of people out there have a lot of expectations. Certainly not the same as the expectations that the people in here have. Carson Wentz will be hearing all week how great he is. And as he said after the game on Sunday, he's got to block out all that noise, the good and the bad. So it be a wonderful test for him and for the defense, as we discussed during the show. What's ahead for you here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com? Our Amoroso's on the menu look as we take a peek into Tuesday. Head coach Doug Peterson in studio with me. Glenn Macnow also joins me in studio with his takeaways. And we'll take a look around the NFC East. The Cowboys may not be all of that, everybody. So that's, that's our Amoroso's look at the menu. Amoroso's, the reason Philly sandwiches are so famous and so good. Can you do a sandwich right now? Brian Westbrook, thanks, man. Thank Great you. to see you. Great to see you, too. I'm not going to see you all week. I'm going to see you next Tuesday. Can't wait, man. All right, let's do it. Eagles and the Bears up next. We've got a lot of coverage between now and then. Eagles 360, Monday through Friday, right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. For Brian Westbrook, I'm Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining us. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.